0: Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, two guests join me from LeGrand AV to discuss products recently released by their company during a six-city residential roadshow and recently at Cedia Expo 2022 in Dallas. Charlie Dirk, based in Easton, Pennsylvania, is General Manager for Legrand Shading Systems and Vantage Lighting Control. And Alex Weaver, based in Dallas, Texas, is VP of Residential CI for Legrand's Chief, Daylight, Luxel, Mid-Atlantic, OnQ, and Sanus Brands. I was fortunate to have received a personal tour of the Legrand Cedia booth by Alex and some of the company's product managers last week in Dallas. So a lot of this is fresh in my memory. But before it fades, I thought it would be great to have today's two guests on to share more about their brand, talk about industry trends, and give us a little insight into their career path into this industry. Charlie Dirk and Alex Weaver, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you, Jeremy. It's great to (laughs) see you in Dallas.
0: Yeah, first off, Alex, thanks for the personal tour at Cedia. Um, I was in such a fugue state by the time we met up that I failed to even mention the fact that we'd be talking uh, for this podcast just a few days after we got back. So uh, thanks for for, for your time there. It was um, especially cool that you had your roadshow trailer right there in the booth on the show floor, but also um, visitors were treated to multiple vignettes set up at the booth to experience how all of your brands kind of come together and multiple applications with home theater infrastructure networking and home office so I, I definitely want to dive into sort of the broader industry trends observations first before we get into product specifics with the company so um, hey Alex maybe start us off what what are some of the industry trends that you feel like are really affecting product development right now with the company?
1: Some, some of the big macro trends, obviously televisions are getting larger. So then there's discussion within the home or, or office of where does it get placed mounted and size. Sometimes it's a security or safety kind of question uh, whether depending on the application, um, more and more smart devices. So they're, they're connected. Um, where do they mount? They want yeah, the consumer, the user wants it to work, but maybe not be so obvious in the location. So, hiding and managing that. And they're smarter devices, and sometimes they need a reboot or a software update, so kind of remote management. Um, and, and then I think also power um, power, the quality of power in a home, the sensitivity about UPS, protecting the house. Uh, that's been evolving. We, we heard a lot of chatter on the CDF floor about that. And you know. then I also speak, you know, speak from, from Charlie's perspective on this project, project management on larger typed homes or custom applications where lighting controls and the overall experience of um, daylight and shade and control uh, is, is of greater importance. Charlie, what would you add to that?
2: Yeah, I think um, you know, for us, controlling artificial and natural light is is key. And you know, I think COVID, you know, it, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Everybody started working from home, and I think you know, people started realizing that there's there are options to make the the whole home environment um, a, a lot more enjoyable. And I, I think that starts with with good lighting. You know, and with good lighting, you need lighting control. And again, you know, not just the the light fixtures, but also the amount of daylight that that you're letting in, and being able to control that as well is is key.
0: Yeah. So that seems when you look at uh, where LeGrand AV has evolved as a as a kind of umbrella brand for a lot of these smaller brands that used to be independent. Um, Lighting, control, lighting, and shades control seems to be maybe your biggest brand within the family. Is that correct with the Vantage brand and Lagrange shading?
2: I mean, for for me, that's that's my core focus. You know, Alex has a, a much bigger portfolio right. <laughs> than I do, but uh, you know, I I wake up every every day thinking about lighting, which is actually what I've been doing for the last uh, twenty four years. So it's even though it, it's been a long time, every day is is still exciting. And I, I think there's new opportunities for, for dealers in, in those categories.
0: It. Well, it wouldn't be uh, I, just real quick. Char- Char- so b- before we move further into that and I'll, I'll let you answer that as well. Um, uh, you did touch on your background and, and it wouldn't be a residential tech talks without asking someone about their upbringing and their interest in tech, where they came from. But um, you said 24 years We're what brought you uh to uh, your current home at legrand that uh, you were in lighting and shade so long
2: yeah i um, i I started out as a software engineer uh working for lutron uh, back in nineteen ninety eight so I did that for a number of years um, you know and it was it was great you know i I never imagined uh this industry was as big as it was um, but as I got into it it just it it really uh, captivated me so i i did that um played a number of roles at lutron and then um i thought boy wouldn't it be great if i could really understand those end users better um so i i left lutron and i was in the field for 6 years doing design build work but uh unlike a lot of the, the av community i focused just on lighting and shading um you know did that for for 6 years and then wound up at crestron um, you know, another manufacturer, a leader in the industry and, you know, helped build their shading um, product line there. Uh, and then the opportunity at LeBron popped up uh, a little over four years ago. And, you know, you just, once, once you get into the industry, it's it's hard to get out because it's just, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, I think being back at Cedia this year just reiterated that the, the whole community is, is fantastic. I mean, getting to see, all those folks that I haven't seen in in the last two years back at the show was was really great.
0: Yeah, I I, I will echo what you just said about C- uh, CEDIA. It was um I was fortunate to be able to go last year at the much reduced version of the show just because it was local to me in the Indy uh, Indianapolis area, but. This year, the uh, the energy was much more like pre-COVID, um, even pre-pre-COVID, like years earlier because things started to slump a little bit. I, uh, I was also heartened by the fact that there seemed to be a lot of new faces uh, and larger groups of integrators at- attending that in prior years, you saw the principal of a company. A lot of times it was a familiar face. So uh, hopefully that's a good sign of, of, Young blood coming in and folks embracing this this one on one time that we could have at the show. Um, Charlie, uh, I appreciate your your background. Alex, I don't want to necessarily dive right into where you came from, but maybe kind of comment on that. Uh, what the 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 key brands are because you cover so much there, and I I'm a big fan of a lot of those those names that you that you are in charge of, but. Uh, A lot of them are infrastructure behind the scenes, solutions, uh, like you mentioned the mounts and power products and things like that. So where do you sort of point the direction of, this is our kind of core piece and then we build off of that maybe.
1: Core is really a lot of the infrastructure to help things work better, um, to secure on the wall, um, to make sure it's connected or rebooted um, that's that's kind of our, the kind of core where we are. Um, and then trying to work with other manufacturers so our devices fit either natively or very easily for that installation and give the clean fit and finish for the end user. So That's really yeah, a high good. level of, of, you know, what, what we try to do every day at LeBron AB.
0: Yeah, and, and so um, maybe we could dive into... Um, some of those specifics, um, newer products that, uh, you showed me there. I know that, uh, on your, your, your six city tour, how are you, um, wrapping that up? I think you said you had maybe one or two more stops. We actually have a tour. few more
1: stops it, 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 right around this time. We're going to announce, uh, so we finished up in Dallas. Dow- we came in starting up in the, um, central Midwest, uh, out of Chicago and we kind of worked our way down into Dallas. Um, from the show, which is are wrapping up right now. The show ended on Saturday. It's going to kind of run up the eastern seaboard, and we'll finish up in the northeast uh, when fall comes. So we're going to hit a few more locations. It is a uh, F-150 pickup truck that's going to pull a trailer, if you didn't see it at CD or seen any uh, posts on social media. And we've tried, as you mentioned earlier, tried to outfit it with some different vignettes to tell the story of, devices we can mount, solutions we can kind of help you with, uh, things you may have not thought about. Um, and it's been very it's been very practical. And, uh, you know, you talk about COVID um, over the last two, two and a half years have kept us kind of sheltered in place. And so it's, it's kind of a way to bring the trade show to you, touch it, feel it. If you're very sensitive about um, safety on, on COVID, you can kind of go at your own pace and, um, for some installers it was just became a very local trip you know take off a little bit of time and see the product touch the product Um, so it's been it's been great and we're going to finish up this year and we expect the attendance to be very strong
0: yeah it seemed like the priority in in there uh, quite a bit of it was focused on the mounting solutions and you had some sanus products in there that uh, it's not just the back of a flat panel TV, but you were talking about mounting um, Sonos soundbars as well as specific um, challenges there because those are so popular and and trying to make those look more uh, fashionable on the wall, I guess, to match the TV that is so stylish. So uh, maybe talk about some of those solutions that you showcase yeah, there. Yeah, you know, from a
1: broad perspective, we just call them kind of smart accessories. So you mentioned Sonos; we've got a broad offering for different Sonos devices to be mounted, whether it's a soundbar or, or standalone speakers. Uh, we also have within Amazon; they've got a proliferation of products out there. So we were showing the new uh, Echo Show. So we have a little kickstand there on the trailer to show to mount it. It can be mounted. It can sit on a surface or it can be mounted. Um, again, s- offerings for the installer to add more revenue as well as offer a solution because they're in there consulting with the client uh, on you know, the overall you know, experience for their home or office com- application.
0: Yeah, I uh... I definitely don't want to leave Charlie out of the conversation because we've got a lot of cover still from what the what you had there at the booth that I saw, and uh, maybe uh, Charlie, what were some of the the, the featured highlights there that you uh, they're within your wheelhouse?
2: Yeah, for uh, for Vantage and shading, uh, the, the focus was really on the, the end user, um, and it's it's interesting. I was you know after things started settling down and I started traveling a little bit more. Uh, I was visiting with some dealers a few months ago and, you know, somebody said something to me that, that really rang home and that was, you know, stop marketing to the dealers. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know who you are and, you know, we're always going to do that. But I, 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 I took that back and I said, you know, I, I think, you know, it, in some respect, he's right. You know, we need to create more pool, um, from, from those end users. And, and for us being a luxury brand, you know it's about those interfaces that are on the wall the, the brackets and the fabric that are on the shades uh spin and, and the the way we control light so that was really our focus was you know how do we generate excitement from the end user um perspective to to create that pool
0: right and and i i saw that great demo case which was obviously a solution for an integrator for a dealer but it, it in essence it's for the end user to be able to understand uh, what right. the different uh, accessory pieces are for your shades right
2: yeah and again you know going back to to being a luxury brand it's you know i can't tell you how many times um, you know over the last 24 years I've seen dealers doing you know pitches to homeowners and having these loose samples and you know they work really well but you know, our our rationale behind those demo cases, not only do the products need to look good, but the presentation needs to look good as well. Um, you know, so we put a little bit more time and effort and, and money into making the case something that, that dealers could be proud to walk in to, to show a homeowner or a designer.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I I want to give that even more credit because it was a really cool piece. And you say, you say um, you know, case and it doesn't really do it justice, but kind of looks like the nuclear football there it's like this huge like uh suitcase full of uh really fun toys for a designer so you've got uh those decorative brackets and hembar caps and uh um, even uh keypads and the vantage keypad finishes in there so uh there how many different options for the family of colors and finishes could, like ballpark are in there because it's a lot of stuff in there.
2: Yeah, we, we've got uh, 17 different finishes for um, shade brackets and, and for the uh, the Vantage keypads. The sky's the limit because we can do a lot of customization uh, as well to, to really give it that personalized feel. So I, I think standard, uh, we've got a little over 20 colors, but, you know, give us a paint chip or a, a wallpaper and, you know, we, we can make it blend into the environment.
0: Yeah. And that that end cap idea has really taken off in the industry as far as a as a design trend I I feel like in the shades category where if you don't have that recessed shade which you know for a really beautiful new build I would say it's hard to retrofit that but to be able to recess a shade is probably the ideal design sure. concept but for a lot of us in the real world, we have a, a shade that sort of um, attaches to the wall, and you see it. And it, to be able to create something that looks more like an elegant finish on it with those end caps, um, that's what's going on. So you've got those options that can match, uh, uh, I guess, a, a metal or a glass, whatever you want it to look like, or just blend in better. So.
2: Yeah, if, if you can't hide it, you know, use it as a design statement. And and what we did was uh, use the brackets and and match them to a lot of the the wall devices that we have. So you know, we've got our our Easy Touch two keypads, and we've got matching colors. Easy Touch glass. We've got some matching colors, and then the the whole adorn collection uh, from LeGrand. Uh, we've we've got a, a few select options there, and I think the category will grow. You know, as we continue getting feedback from customers. You know, we'll we'll grow the the options
0: that we offer. And Alex, one of you, one of my favorite all time brands that just always surprised me at at CEDIA Expo because you wouldn't think this kind of a category could innovate as much as it did. But Middle Atlantic products, um, as far as always having something new uh, to to show that was a solutions provider behind the scenes. And I'd, I'd go, oh my God, I, I can't go s- sit and listen to another rack conversation, but there's always more innovation than I'd ever see from so many other electronics brands. And so you've, you've got that within your um, group and there's more to Middle Atlantic. It's into that power category, as you mentioned earlier, right? That's
1: correct. And that's what we were highlighting at Cedia and it's, it's about power. It's really our next step forward. We are showing some products. We've got some additional product, uh, SKUs, ex- line extensions coming in the near future. And you think about you know, power condition, clean power, UPSs, and we're, we're just trying to take a, a leap forward and, and bring in a higher level of refinement. For so again, the look has stepped up, but the ability to, uh, have remote access and control over the device or devices within the home or application has increased.
0: Well, after the break, we will continue our conversation with Charlie Dirk and Alex Weaver.
2: Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Ultraco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or COAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at BlackWire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com.
0: Welcome back. We're talking with Charlie, Dirk, and Alex Weaver from LeGrand AV. And Alex, uh, you, we were just talking about Middle Atlantic, but uh, you you also get into uh, the networking side of things when you talk infrastructure, which is. As we know, the net- network is really the backbone of, of any smart home. And uh within the Lagron family, that's Luxel. That's correct. Um, so uh Epic Mesh is a is a key uh piece of that. Tell us a little bit about what you were showing there at CDF for the custom installer.
1: For for Luxel, just trying to show the, the breadth of, of solution. So um usually you start off with router, whether in switches, we've got passive. Switches, we've got managed switches, and then the access points. And we can go from a very small application to large um, application for a home or even a small, mid you know, kind of office type of, of job. Um, we've got remote management through ProWatch, which we spoke a lot about. And so it becomes very much almost like the, we've talked a lot of times, like it's a fourth utility now you know, within a home, you need power, you need water and electricity, and, and now Wi-Fi and how dependent we are on Wi-Fi. And You know, Charlie was mentioning earlier about COVID and how it really changed our lives. Well, things like working from home, um, it, it's, it, obviously it was there before. I think what the change is we're seeing now is if you do work remotely, um, that you're not just kind of somewhat tethered, but you can be an active participant remotely and be as productive and have uh, what, you, what you hear out there in the industry kind of meeting equity. So, if I'm remote, I can see everyone, I can participate, I see the content, see the chat. Uh, so, you know, that have, having a connected, reliable home uh, that sits on the network, it's got clean power. Uh, I, we're seeing more of a rise in, in, in uh, inquiries about you know, what can you do? What can Lagrand AV do for me?
0: Yeah, and that ProWatch part of it—that seems so essential to. Yeah, uh, you know, we're we're always going to have network challenges. Um, it just there's so many elements that can can glitch, and it may not even be the fault of the the network itself or the installer, but something else happens. And to be able to look in on that system when when there's a issue, or to monitor it so that it doesn't go wrong. Um, what what are the elements that ProWatch it? enables because uh, there are different ways to do that and is it a proactive system or is it more of a reactive for the installer to be able to fix something remotely or at least diagnose it so they know what they're getting when they do have to roll that truck
1: it really depends on the device so you, for almost all devices that sit on a network I, I can see them whether it's a third-party smart doorbell whether it's Le- is a lagron type product i can see them uh, many of them i can force an update, um, that has to be proactive. It's not automatic. You know, there's some chatter out there in the industry, well, why don't you just make it automatic? Well, you know, some sophisticated home sitting on a an automation or control system, that may not be a good choice. Uh, so it's the dealer, the installer has the choice. If they want to do an update. They can see all the devices remotely. Uh, so many times they save a truck roll. And I've even seen situations where it's part of the agreement with the homeowner that, hey, I've got a service contract. We're going to make sure your products and devices are working. And so ProWatch becomes part of that agreement for them to make sure devices are up, the re, you know, they, they reboot it, or if they go down or schedule reboots, you can do things like that.
0: And explain what the POE self-healing actually does because that sounds magical and i don't really understand how it works
1: (laughs) well we're just getting you know we're getting smarter on the device and we're getting to the point where the actual port on the device we can recognize so it's common to see you know with residential like commercial a few cameras to a lot of cameras many the the poe cameras um, one might lock up on you and that So we've got an issue there to recognize that, to do a reboot, that's part of that self-healing process that we can do. Um, Again, saving a truck roll, the the whole experience for the client stays better. Um, So so it's just more of trying to make it easier for that installer in the level of service that can offer the client.
0: Now, switching to Charlie, um, one of my favorite industry trends developing is the human centric lighting um, category or what category within a category. And uh, there was some, uh, I I got to see some demonstrations of the LeGrand take on that or the Vantage take on that. So maybe uh, talk about uh, circadian lighting, human centric lighting, how that fits into what is uh, within the Vantage family.
2: Yeah, so, um, late last year we released a, a product called Lumen and it's, uh, L-H-U-M-A-N, so light, lighting for humans. Um, and, and really what we were trying to do there is make the, the programming of that human centric lighting or, or tunable fixtures easier for the dealers. I, I think, you know, every fixture vendor out there, um, has different properties on their fixtures, they're controlled different ways. You know, and our objective was, was to make it simple. That way you kind of take the guesswork out of it. So, you know, one of the things that we started doing is working with fixture manufacturers, um, not really to have a certification program, but to, to become part of that Vantage ecosystem so that from a dealer's perspective or a designer's perspective, when they're using Vantage in in concert with any of these fixtures that are part of our our fixture alliance, they're they're sure that the the quality of light and the the representation of of the light is is accurate. So we've got a couple of folks internal that works with a bunch of these fixture manufacturers. They bring the fixtures in, and what we do is actually calibrate them in-house. So if you have a, a number eight fixture and you want it at 3000K, and you have a Lucifer fixture. You want it at 3,000 K. We actually make sure that they're all at the the same um, output. So it's it's a lot of work on our end, but I think the return for the dealer is that they're guaranteed performance. You know, and that's that's what we're trying to do. Like I said, keep the guesswork um, out of it and, and make it simple for them to implement.
0: And the lighting fixture category is, is still relatively new. I know it's been around for a while, but as far as they're embracing the channel um, is, is still relatively new. And now you've just got this great collection of options for the dealer to sell. Um, and uh, in your press release, you list um, like almost like 10 of them that you're working with there in your, your uh, coalition or whatever you called it. I'm sorry. But but what I didn't realize was that there would be this situation where you might mix and match brands within um, a lighting layout in a home. So, it, as far as you understand it, when would that come in? Is it if there's like a decorative piece that needed to go to match the the recessed lighting? Um, is that when yeah, you would have two different kinds?
2: Yep, yeah, and I think you know one of the things that that we're talking about is the the freedom of of design, right? So when when you look at a space, you might have downlights in the room, you know, take a kitchen, for example, you might have under cabinet lighting, toe kick lighting, you might have a pendant or a few pendants over an island. And, you know, the, the beauty of this is that not everyone, any fixer vendor provides all of those. Some, some may, but it's, it's few and far between. So you've got the freedom to choose, you know, the down lights from one vendor, the, the pendants from another. And again, you know, making sure that when you turn those lights on, they're all going to perform. And it's, I, I realize that this is, you know, maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but if, if you've ever walked into a, a supermarket and looked up at the ceiling, you know, they've got all the fluorescent lights. And you can spot that, you know, some of them have different color temperature lamps in them because you see some that are a little pink, some are nice uh, white color, you know, and and again, it's an exaggeration, but things like that can happen, you know, in a home as well, even from vendor to vendor, because 3000K to to one company might be slightly different uh, to another. And that's, again, that's, that's really what we're bringing to the table is gathering all those fixtures you know doing the qualification ourselves with uh, you know some instrumentation and making sure that that the performance is what it needs to be
0: yeah and that was very clear at the booth you did an excellent uh, demo where you could see the different brands performing with the same color temperature um, in the same space they're in the same control system so that was a great way to to pr- show the actual application of what you just described. And, and of course, being able to integrate that with the, the shading system so that you're, you're maximizing that ability to use natural light, blending it with the artificial light, um, which is the, the ultimate solution, right. For the integrator to be able to provide their homeowner when they're dealing with lighting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you both, um, in both of your areas, you had uh, some training as well at Cedia, and some of those were very short, it looks like, like 10-minute little tutorials and others were hour-long sessions. So uh, I would assume pretty good success there, but based on the attendance of the show, people were there and happy to learn a little bit more in depth.
1: Oh, we were real pleased. a hey. You know, uh, yes, we did show a short 10-minute short training, just to kind of highlight, kind of new to the industry, have, haven't been trained, or you kind of came on board during, during COVID. Um, and then we had some more formal in-classroom trainings, uh, both for Luxor as well as uh, for Middle Atlantic on the power side. And Charlie, I'll let you speak, to on the Vantage commotion or LeBron cheating side.
2: Yeah, it was, it was the same for us. You know, we had a dedicated classroom with hour long training, you know, on, on integrating lighting and shading. And then, you know, having, having folks in the booth being able to do on the spot short little demos and trainings was, was really valuable for us. And, you know, we, we had a number of customers coming in looking for solutions. Um, actually, they were human centric lighting solutions. Um, and just being able to walk them through the software, we had a display. Uh, in the booth. Um, so we were able to do that pretty effectively and kind of personalize it to the the attendees.
0: Well, it was a great uh, catch up with you there in person and uh, really great to see what is going out on the road in the city tour that you're doing. Uh, I think we've covered quite a bit of it here. Is there anything that I missed that we should touch on before we wrap it up?
1: Jeremy, I would just add, uh, I was just so pleased with the energy on the CDF floor. You know, just to reinforce the attendance seems strong, may not, we'll see what the final numbers shake out if they were, I don't know if they were as high as 2019, but the quality of the conversation. And I I agree with Charlie's comment that, you know, we could take time with them. They they didn't seem rushed. They wanted to touch product, ask critical questions. And just really work through them. So we walked away feeling really good um, for the show.
2: Yeah, I, I think you hit it. Uh, I think it was not quantity this year; it was it was the quality of the the conversations. I, I definitely felt like you know we we weren't quite back up to where 2019 was, but every conversation we had were you know not people not just dealers coming in you know, Hey, what do you guys have? But it, it was 10, 15, 20 minute conversations walking through, you know, solutions that they're looking for. So it was, I thought it was fantastic. And like I said earlier, just catching up with, you know, all the folks that I've, I've met over the last 24 years. Uh, it, it's almost like, you know, we, we had uh, a full blown CD last year
0: yeah it was um a bit of a blend of the reunion yeah. that we always like with our um peers and friends in the industry, but also just a reconnection in person that I think some of us who didn't even realize we were missing it uh <laughs> it really uh sunk in how much it is uh how much how much easier it is to see things in person and to talk to people one on one and not have to do it all over zoom or uh, on the on the run, you know, trying to solve a problem while you're in the field. So um, great opportunity to to, to basically uh, kind of restart uh, and and have a positive attitude. So uh, glad it was successful for you. And I appreciate you taking the time to give us a, you know, a little bit of a round out of what we might have seen or didn't get to see while we're at CD if we didn't attend. So thank you both for your time today. It was great talking to you.
1: Great catching up,
0: Thanks Jeremy. You. Thanks. Charlie Dirk is general manager for Legrand Shading Systems and Vantage Lighting Control in Eastern Pennsylvania. And Alex Weaver is VP of Residential CI for Legrand's Chief, Daylight, Luxel, Mid-Atlantic, OnCue, and Sanus Brands in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Legrand AV brands at legrand.us. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell.
2: Residential to lighting, device lighting device. specialist to Resident Resident residential
0: to residential. Home automation, smart
2: a device, smart home or smart house.